Hello, I'm your host, Neil Howard. Welcome to Health Professional Radio. Thank you so much for joining us for another segment. In this segment, we'll be speaking with Dr. Sean Bowen. He's joining us here from Alima Oncology to talk about Alima's lead investigational asset, OP1250, now in phase two clinical development. Welcome to Health Professional Radio, Dr. Bowen. Thank you for joining us. Thank you, Neil. It's a pleasure to be here. Well, give us a bit of your professional background. Tell us a little bit about who you are and uh, your current role at Alima Oncology. Yes, thank you, Neil. I I am an MD and PhD by training. My PhD is in biochemistry, actually, um, my thesis on steroid hormone receptor signaling. I am also trained as a medical oncologist and was a faculty for a brief time at Stanford University uh, School of Medicine, and then about 20 years made a transition to industry where I have worked at multiple uh, larger multinational companies before taking the role as president and CEO of Alima Oncology approximately two years ago. What is Alima Oncology's goal? I mean, obviously studying uh, cancer, but what is uh, the goal of Alima Oncology? Alima is focused on cancers that occur primarily in women. Uh-huh. Our lead drug candidate is is a breast cancer medication, okay. OP-1250. Now, it's my understanding that OP-1250 is now in phase two clinical development. What specific types of cancer are we looking at in this study? Yeah, so, so just to remind um, listeners, breast cancer is the most common form of cancer amongst American women, except for some skin cancers, which tend to be more localized. With about 288,000 new uh, cancer diagnoses, breast cancer diagnoses each year, and more than 43,000 deaths. Um, so still quite an unmet need despite the progress. Mm-hmm. We're focusing on the subset, which is estrogen receptor pro- positive, HER2 negative breast cancer, which makes up about three quarters of all breast cancer diagnoses. You mentioned uh, an ongoing unmet need. What's the current treatment landscape uh, for these breast cancers? And tell us briefly a little bit about what the patient should expect. Yeah, so so it depends upon the stage uh, at which the cancer is is diagnosed, what the treatment options are. Mm-hmm. Most patients, because of breast cancer screening, are diagnosed at a limited stage, so can receive surgery and or radiation, and then often adjuvant therapy, uh, be it chemotherapy and possibly hormonal therapy with tamoxifen. Mm-hmm. Now, unfortunately, many of those patients subsequently go on to progress to advanced or metastatic disease. And if that is the case, the current standard of care has a backbone of endocrine agents, uh, agents tar- targeting estrogen receptor signaling, and those are the aromatase inhibitors and fulvestrant. There is an opportunity to even better target the estrogen receptor, and that's our objective with OP1250. The other agents that are given in this setting are CDK46 inhibitors. They are not given alone. They're given with an endocrine agent. Um, And then as the disease progresses, patients may progress on to other agents such as um, mTOR inhibitors, Evolimus, and also, uh, ultimately, if necessary, they will progress to being treated with chemotherapy. So the goal is remission, but with all of these different options, is it possible that someone could be undergoing all of these different options during the rest of the course of their life? It, it is, actually, Neil. It is possible that, that you know, a patient may um, um, have some period of disease control with 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 some of these therapies, for instance, starting with a CDK4-6 inhibitor plus an endocrine agent, but then ultimately progress on that and need to move on to other therapies. The objective of therapy in ER-positive HER2-negative 
breast cancer is to put off chemotherapy as long as possible. <laughs> but ultimately, if the disease continues to progress, it may be necessary to use that option as well. Tell us about OP1250 and this uh, phase two clinical study. So OP1250 is a complete estrogen receptor antagonist. In addition to being a complete antagonist, it has favorable pharmacokinetic properties. So as a complete antagonist, it turns off both the wild-type estrogen receptor and estrogen receptor-containing activating mutations. Um, it has a, a very attractive PK profile. It's, day, it's dosed orally once a day with a eight-day half-life. Um, and it's demonstrated robust tumor shrinkage both preclinically and in the clinical study. Um, its tolerability is favorable, and it has an interesting property in that it crosses the blood-brain barrier, so could treat brain metastases. The ongoing study is a single-agent study in ER-positive HER2-negative breast cancer. Um, we have about 50 patients with measurable disease, 15 with non-measurable disease. In this disease, that's mostly bone-only involvement. And then 15 patients that we're hoping to enroll with CNS involvement to test that portion. In addition, we have two other studies ongoing, one combining OP1250 with palbociclib, which is a CDK4-6 inhibitor, and another combining OP1250 with ribociclib, a different CDK4-6 inhibitor, and alpalisib, which is a PI3 kinase alpha inhibitor. Are there any other factors that differentiate Olima Oncology's OP1250 from other similar therapies that are currently under development? Yeah, there are several, actually, Neil. So one is this complete antagonism of the estrogen receptor. Many of the molecules previously and currently in development are more like tamoxifen, which is a selective estrogen receptor modulator, or CIRM. CIRMs have a property of inactivating the receptor in some contexts, but actually activating the receptor in others. OB1250 completely turns off the estrogen receptor in, in all contexts and, and stops the growth and proliferation signal from the estrogen receptor. Another important hurdle that has been overcome by 1250, which some other uh, agents in the class have had trouble with, is um, that it has been demonstrated to be combinable with bociclib um, with a favorable tolerability profile. And in addition, no drug-drug interaction in terms of exposure to either agent. Were there any age factors involved, either phase one or phase two of these trials, uh, as far as efficacy or safety? No, there really wasn't any effective age. We have a pretty big uh, age distribution. Now, mm -hmm. it should be noted that breast cancer, like many cancers, is a disease that increases in uh, frequency with age. So it, there are a older patient populations. But the, the drug was well, generally well tolerated in, in the vast majority of patients. We didn't see anything really related to age that distinguished people. What are the next steps for this compound? And when do you anticipate it being available for practitioners and, and patients? Oh, yeah, that's a great question. So our, our major next step is to start our first phase three registrational trial. That will begin mid-year next year. And that trial will be in the second and third line setting where uh, OP1250 will be given as a single agent and compared to an AI or fulvestrin mm -hmm. as the standard of care. That would be the first trial that could lead to registration. Now, we, we haven't designed that trial yet. We haven't had regulatory interactions yet. So it's hard to forecast out a timeline. But in general, it has taken two to three years to execute a trial like that. That subsequently will result 
in a, a regulatory filing. Now, one other thing you should know, Neil, is that we were granted earlier this year fast track designation in that indication um, by the FDA. So we do have an opportunity for expedited filing and reg- regulatory interactions there. Well, give us a website where listeners can learn more about Alima. So the Olima website is www.olima, spelled O-L-E-M-A, dot com. Doctor, I appreciate you joining us here on Health Professional Radio. Hopefully you'll return. Thank you very much, Neil. It would be my pleasure to return. You've been listening to Health Professional Radio. I'm your host, Neil Howard, in conversation with Dr. Sean Bowen. Audio copies of this program are available at hpr.fm and healthprofessionalradio.com.au. You can also subscribe, download, and listen in at Anchor Spotify. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com, Health Professional Radio.